All right, friends, today I'm so excited to introduce you to a very special friend of mine. And this is a very fun episode because it's my birthday week and I couldn't think of a better person to have on the show today. She is a three-time All-American, a 2018 All-Championship Tournament Team, 2017 National Champion, the creator of the Stiffen Slide, the host of Onset with Nick and Lowe, the newly crowned queen of Nebraska volleyball, and she's my family member by choice and the godmother to my youngest son, Lauren Stiffrens. Welcome to the show. Hi there, I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm the host of the Gold Digger Podcast, and I'm so excited that you're hearing me right now because that means that I get to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Hagen. Michelle is a mama on a mission dedicated to inspire other women to chase their dreams and their passions no matter what season of life they're in. And I've gotten the privilege to mentor and coach Michelle. She was one of my top 10 students in my community of over a thousand women, and she helped lead and inspire other mamas just like you. And now you, my friend, you get a front row seat. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Welcome to the Living Your Calling podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Hagen, and my mission is to help you step into whatever you're truly called to do. I'm a Midwest wife and mom, and I built my business and dreams between the moments of motherhood. I believe that you can create your dreams around whatever season of life you're in. I'm obsessed with creating connections, out-of-the-box ideas, and cheering people on in whatever goal they're chasing. This is a place where you can come to feel like you're joining your best friends for coffee, for real talk of what's happening in life and business. Whether you're working on personal development or business, friend, I got you. Each week, you will find an episode that educates, inspires, and helps you take action to step into your calling and live your best life. You're listening to the Living Your Calling podcast, inspiring you to be and create exactly what you were made for. Are you ready? Here we go. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm nervous. Let's go. (laughs) I feel like we should tell people how we are not related because anytime that people know that I know you, they're like, oh, are you like her sister or her cousin? And I'm like, yes, I just got the um, short genes of the family. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, basically, yeah, we've known each other since I was conceived. (laughs) Yeah. And we, yeah, just known been in each other's lives for as long as I can remember so I would say definitely family just yeah maybe second cousins second cousins twice removed by choice our dad our dads have been best friends since kindergarten and we have been in each other's lives like Lauren has said she was my first like baby doll (laughs) my first (laughs) live baby doll (laughs) Oh, but we are, I'm so excited to have you today and to just kind of chat about some of the behind the scenes things in your journey and kind of what is going to be next for you after Husker volleyball. Um, If people don't know, Lauren is a Husker volleyball player and we have loved getting to see Lauren play here in Lincoln and Um, What is it meant to have family? Literally, there's always a family member or family by choice member at every game for you. (laughs) Yeah, 
um it's been so it's been quite the journey to say the least and to be here for as long as i have it's been such a blessing but um just to be able to be around family for this long has been so special and family that i wasn't necessarily too close to growing up in the in arizona um just coming here has just allowed those relationships to blossom and i think that's been one of the most influential parts in my success here has been just the fact that I can turn to so many different people and I have such a great support system all around me. So that's been super special. Um, it's been, it's been a crazy journey though. Uh, I thought, I thought yesterday's game, yesterday we played, uh, who did we play? Illinois. Oh my God. <laughs> we played Illinois last night and I thought that was going to be the first game that I didn't have family at. And I was so thankful that to see you guys there because my parents couldn't be there. And obviously your parents are with my parents. So, and then Tim and Carol were also, my aunt and uncle were in um, Connecticut still. They came to my Rutgers game, but I was so nervous that this was going to be the first game in my six year career that I wasn't going to have people, but to see you guys there made it so special. Um, but that's just what I'm saying. Like, uh, there's always someone there and there's always people supporting me. And so that's made this transition into college super effortless and so special. It really has. Um, I'm just so grateful. Yeah. It has been so fun to get to see you and for my boys to get to grow up watching you. Like, I don't even think that they realize the privilege that they have. <laughs> it's like two little kids <laughs> that have been to more national championship tournaments and more volleyball games than some adults. Um, yeah. So this is your sixth year as a senior, which is like, no one has ever done that before. And so it's very different. What does this senior year mean to you? Cause I know coming into it, you weren't really sure if it was going to happen. What was that going to look like for you coming in as a player? And so what is it meant for you to come back? This has been one crazy, as I said, journey. Um, I didn't know if I was going to play this season, just with the way that everything went down last season and just having to deal with my first ever injury. That was uh, really tough mentally and physically, obviously. And having to come back here to do my rehab. I was, I still wasn't sure if I wanted to go through the whole grind of another volleyball season, but after seeing the way the team came together and like worked really hard to every, every single person was working so hard to get back and to be better. And after seeing all the work that they had put in and I was just kind of off to the side, doing my own thing, focusing on myself, it made me want to come back so much more and, I think this team is onto something. They're onto something special this year. And I just wanted to be a part of it. <laughs> I really did. Like people think that obviously I have some sort of impact on this team, um, but they had already had it all figured out. And I just kind of stepped in and got to rejoin this amazing group of women who's just like on a mission. And I think in, in any way that I can help, I'm going to do that. I'm not, I'm not where I want to be physically and I'm not like a dominant force yet. Um, but we have so many other players and pieces that have stepped into those roles. That's just like allowed me the chance to focus on myself and kind of figure it all out again. And that's what I'm doing. And so, uh, yeah, for me to get the opportunity 
to play a sixth year is just unheard of. Like who gets to spend six years in college? Not many people. And um, so I think that's just been, it's, it really is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I'm on, a, I'm on a team that's like a once in a lifetime group of girls. Like I truly believe that I could turn to any single one of these teammates at any time if I'm struggling with anything and they would know what to say. They'd know how to help. And if, even if they didn't know how to help, they would be there for me and try and figure it out with me. And so um, I'm really happy that I made the decision that I did. And I think that we can take this thing really, really far. And I haven't really thought that in past years. So um, I just also wanted to make sure like before I left Nebraska volleyball, that this program was back on track because the past few years just hasn't been what we hoped. And we set so many high expectations for ourselves and um, coming up short of those, it, it was really tough. And, um, but it made everyone realize that we're not where we want to be and we have to work 10 times harder to get to that point. And so for everyone to like come in and step up and work hard and really try and turn this program around, it's been so amazing to be a part of. And I, I'm excited to see what the future holds for us. It's amazing how you say that you're wanting to like turn the program around where any other college program would want to be where Nebraska, like you think we suck at, which I think is so cool, you know, <laughs> is really cool and shows a testament to what the program is and what you guys are trying to build. I know before yeah. you decided to come back one day, like you and I were sitting there and you were like, I just need like a sign that that means that like I'm supposed to come back to this because you were that was like when you were literally like walking in the pool there was no even running or anything what was it that was finally like the sign of of you deciding I'm going to come back well I'm one of those people that I really try not to focus on the what ifs and the what can be's and like um I try not to think about like stuff that I regret and focus on because like what good is regretting something gonna have on you long term and I just I realized that these girls mean more to me than like our wins and losses or like <laughs> how like outcome like we just come to a point and we've had so many conversations as a team that we realized that we're all on the brink of greatness essentially. And um, I just saw the way that this team had mentally grown and just blossomed in my time away. And I realized that I had to make a decision. I, I gave myself a week to decide and I needed to decide right before season started so that I could either be all in or I could focus on myself some more and just like get through my rehab and be gone. And just after a few conversations with some teammates, um, I realized that if I had not stayed, that would probably be something that I would regret. I was, I was trying to, and I, I don't like, to, I don't like to regret anything. And, um, I just realized that this is another few months that I get to spend with my family and around the people that care about me the most. And I would be honestly stupid to pass that up because not many people get this opportunity. And I, I just knew that being around family and being around the people that get me in like such a tough time in my life as I was still in rehab and like where I am right now seems so far removed from where I was at that time. And I just like knew that the way that 
I was seeing things was through like this glass of like I don't know just like struggle and like I was in a not a dark place but I was just in a place where I hadn't ever been and so um I just needed to take that all of those things into consideration when I was making that decision and yeah it just came to the point where I was like I don't want to be away from this group of people I don't want to be away from my family I all these people have my greatest intentions at heart and this is the best place for me to do what I need to do to get back on the court and so yeah that's what made me decide to say yeah and I mean I can say that we're super happy that you stayed and we do get the extra time with you and I can speak for all of your family probably (laughs) was there any time during that where you had your back surgery and I know you had to kind of wait for the back surgery after season ended. And there was just kind of a lot of dead quiet time in there. Was there ever a time that you thought to yourself, like I might not make it back and what's going to happen if I don't go back to volleyball or did you always believe like, we're going to get this done and I'll make it back. Um, yeah, I knew that I wanted to be back. And so I never really put that thought in my head. Like, what if I don't come back? I was just like, what do I need to do right now to make sure that I can be back in a timely fashion? Um, I know that I love this sport and I can say that because I've been here for six years (laughs) and I'm still doing it. And I still go into practice with a big smile on my face. And, um, and I think that's what has been like driving me this entire time is, I do love volleyball and I love the relationships that volleyball has provided for me. And so there was never a time that I thought I'm, I might not come back from this. I just, I was just like, okay, this is one little kink in the road, like one little bump in the road that we're going to get past. Um, I just need to like focus on one day at a time. And that's pretty much my mindset throughout the entire process was like, yes, I'm taking a step back, but I'm going to take, three leaps forward by the time I'm back like so um as I said I do try and focus on the things that are in my control and if I were to start thinking about like the negatives like what if this could be the end then I feel like I wouldn't be where I am right now that night that you got to finally come back I've heard people say that that was one of the loudest times that they have ever heard the Devaney or like, they're like, that's the second loudest I've ever heard the Devaney literally like putting it to how loud the crowd cheered for you. And I know it was like such a high emotional day and even just the start of, as they were announcing the team, can you kind of talk about that emotion and what you were feeling and what it was like to get to come back? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was a long time coming. It was a long road of recovery. I basically had to start from square one after surgery. I don't think many people know this, but I lost nearly 20 pounds. I looked like a stick figure. I mean, you can probably attest to that as well, but I just didn't feel like myself. And, um, there was a lot I had to start, as I said, from square one. And so I worked super, super hard to get back to where I am now. And so to see everyone so excited for me and to just have the people that mean the most to me in the world in that building with me at that time was something that I'm always gonna remember. And um, it was an emotional high for sure. 
I just remember as we were lining up on the end line and I had the ball in my hand, like I was, I was shaking. My knees felt like they were going to give out. And I was just like trying to focus on breathing. We're like doing the national anthem and I'm like, just breathe. It'll be okay. And then the lights went off. And when they announced my name and everyone just went crazy. Um, yeah, it was, it was very overwhelming, but in the best way, uh, I couldn't have asked for anything more. And then to have little Thatchy behind me and you, um, it was just so special. And I'm like getting choked up thinking about it, but that's how much this place means to me. And that's how much this team means to me. And um, it was just a huge, I don't know, just like all of my hard work had finally paid off and just to see everyone as equally excited for me as I was, it was so amazing. And that's what this place does. These people care and Nebraska is so special in that way. And I'm so honored that I got to share that moment with those people. Yeah, I would say like not only even your family, but the fans, like the tears coming back and you scored your first point and we're like tearing and the people that sit around us know that we know you and they're all like tearing, like she's back. She made it and she's different slide her first point, um, which was really special. I couldn't look at anyone. I knew I couldn't look at you guys. You guys sit right across the net for me and I couldn't look at you guys. I couldn't look at my family because if I did, I was going to start crying. I already had tears in my eyes when I got that kill and I, I was just like hugging my teammates and that, just to see their big smiles on their faces too, like that meant more to me than just about anything. That was one of my favorite moments in Devaney for sure. Yeah. So you have been a captain for the last three years. And I know a lot of times people think that being a captain is just being on the court and you're like bringing the morale of the team. But from knowing you that being a captain is so much more than that. Can you kind of explain like what it means for people that don't really understand the, the gravity of being a captain and what that has taught you in leadership? Yeah. (laughs) That has been probably one of the biggest challenges for me um, personally since coming to school. I think that I, I had no idea what being a captain actually meant. I, I just thought it was like a title, like you get your little plaque on your locker and you're good. Um, but no, there's so much more that goes into that. And it took me years and I'm still figuring it out. But um, the first year was just super tough because I didn't realize how much mental energy would be spent on focusing on so many other people because you are the glue of the team. Like you have to make sure that everyone is where they need to be and everyone's on track and everyone's getting better. We're all on the same page and just trying to make sure. And college is just such a chaotic time for everyone involved. Like there's no one that just has like an easy like ride through college. Like there's so many ups and downs and um and you have to be the person that's on other people and for me I the first few years I spent the time focused on so many other people that I didn't focus on myself and then I started to just like kind of fall apart and there were so many things that happened in my first few years in my first year of being a captain that has definitely shaped who I am today but yeah just even having to deal with a tragedy on our team um that kind of sent our team in this like spiral 
and to have to be the person that is trying to like tape everyone back together after that it was it was really tough but then I also realized that that's not my role my role is to just be there and like help them out and um so many times I, I found myself trying to fix the other people's problems that I just need to like be a sounding board for them instead of trying to help and fix their problems and I it took me a while to realize that and um yeah I'm happy in the growth that I've made but it has been a bumpy road to get to where I am right now um to say the least but it is it is a tough job and then you also have to deal with like the coaching side of it because then the coaches want to hear like from you all the time and as you know I'm someone who's not very good at communicating I um I wish I could chuck my phone into the fireplace and just like let it stay there <laughs> forever um but yeah then you have to step up and be that kind of bridge between the coaches and the team and that can also be a tricky place to be because you want to like help out the team but you don't want to like put anyone down and then the coaches are nagging you about xyz and then you have to try and like Ah, <laughs> and so um, I'm, I finally figured it out. I think <laughs> there are still times where it becomes overwhelming, but there is a lot more that goes into being a captain than people realize. And I, it took me a while to figure that one out, but we're here now. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that being a college athlete so much more goes into it than just like, oh, you go to practice and then you go to your games and you have school in there. It's literally like your day is so scheduled and structured for you that it literally is a job that a lot of people don't realize that it is. Oh, totally. It's, and it's constant too. Cause if you're, if you're not actually in the gym, like you have a film assignment or you have to go do this team function or you have like there's so many things that people don't realize that go into it our day is packed from the second we wake up to the second we go to bed there's always something but I wouldn't have it any other way I think that's what makes this team special because I've I've had friends on other teams that don't have it as physically or mentally um challenging to be a college athlete but um that's what makes this team great and yeah who would you say has been your biggest influence in your career at Nebraska that is so tough that is tough every single year there's someone that teaches me something it's never just like one person but if I had to honestly a lot of who I am and the way that I've matured and grown up has been with the help of Lexi. Um, I do mean that Lexi is a very confident and self-assured person. And I feel like I struggled with that early on. Like I put on this front that I was super confident, but I wasn't actually like, I didn't have like a deep belief in myself. And I think she's kind of allowed me to like figure that one out and um she's also helped me just she's the, probably one of the most like thoughtful and intentional people I've ever met like there's never something that she does that hasn't been like thought through and um 
I think I've learned a lot from that and learned a lot from her poise and just the way that she carries herself and the way that she goes about her day-to-day life. I think that she's got this routine, this pattern and um, all of these things that help her stay calm throughout the chaos that is being a college athlete. And um, without her, I feel like I would be this chaotic hot mess that I was my first few years. And so um, I think a lot of me growing up is in part because of Lexi and she's just such a sound person and she always gives the best advice. She's someone that I can turn to if I'm like really just those moments where I was going through it, trying to figure out the leadership roles. Uh, she was just there for me and she listened to me and she would give me the best advice. And so I think I have, I have to thank her for a lot of who I am today. And, um, I hope that she can say the same about me, but (laughs) yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to say Lexi for that one. Yeah. I would say it has been interesting to see you grow as a player and it. And I was thinking about this, um, this week of like what we were going to talk about. And I think it's so interesting as well, as you were talking about the Lexi helped you with your confidence and that there was like a, a term for a while that it was like unleash the beast because here comes mm-hmm. Lauren and you just played with this huge, you know, and you still do, but all of a sudden something came out and it was like this big player in you. But when you were little, I think it was so funny because your mom called you Bambi because you were, or is that right? Because you were always so shy and you wouldn't talk to people. And I was thinking about that of how, how, when you were little, you were shy and even in like grade school and middle school and how much you have blossomed and grown since then, um, (laughs) I think is really cool to see as well. And I, I think it's interesting how you had said that Lexi kind of helped you through some of that, because I think that that's one thing that people don't necessarily know about you, that they think that you're this big personality when really that's not. No, it's like, there's like two sides of me, like the, the volleyball player side, like the competitor. And then there's like off the court, goofy, quiet, like shy. I really am still shy talking in front of, in front of, big groups like there's nothing that I hate more I even this interview I keep getting nervous and I'm still like kind of shaking but who I am on the court is completely different but I am starting to figure out that I can those two sides can work cohesively together and become a normal human (laughs) but yeah I think that she definitely has helped me with that and the confidence on the court has slowly started to bleed into like who I am off the court and figuring all of that out and who I am as a person, but that definitely has happened throughout college because in high school, I just had absolutely no idea. I'm a middle child. There's like constant chaos in my house. And like, we, there was never a time where we sat all together for dinner. There's four kids doing 18 different sports and only two parents. So it's just like, I don't know what's going on. And I really hadn't figured it out um, until I came here and actually had the time and space to do that so yeah hey friends i am so excited to let you know that there is a new way to support the living your calling podcast we have set up a way that you get to be not only in community with us but you get to receive gifts from us every month when you support the show 
I'm so excited to let you know that you can now go to patreon.com slash living your calling podcast and you can join me in my mission as I am creating content to continue inspiring listeners and to bring this show to life. No matter your Patreon level, every month you're going to get a handwritten letter from me in the mail where I'm going to pray over some wisdom that I'm going to send out to my amazing people that are helping to support this show. Know that you are supporting me as a creator in this podcast. You are helping to support me to continue to run the platforms, to pay my amazing editor. And as the show continues to grow, you are helping me reach more people. So head to patreon.com slash living your calling podcast, where you can join in a Patreon membership today. I'm so excited and so thankful for you tuning into this show each week and letting me pour into you and join you in wherever you take this podcast. Again, you can head to patreon.com slash living your calling podcast. And now back to the show. What advice would you give like the freshman you now that you have kind of gone through everything and you kind of look back to like, even that red shirt freshman year, I know was so hard for you to not get to play. And then your freshman year was such a big year for Nebraska volleyball too. When you actually got to play, what advice would you give yourself? I would tell myself to really value the people and the relationships that I had then because at the time I didn't realize like what a special group of people I was around and I spent time with like my few friends and I didn't get to know the older girls or whatever but I would also I would say the first thing is like really spend time and invest in those relationships the second one I would say to take volleyball, nutrition, sleep, all of that maybe a bit more seriously. I think that's something that also happened along my growth throughout school is I realized how much of an impact all of those things have on your day-to-day life and just like physical well-being, mental well-being. And I was that person that just was all over the place, like would go do this at this time and do this and go here and if anyone needed a buddy to do anything I was like the first to volunteer I'm like yes because I hated more than anything because I I just hadn't experienced it I wasn't used to it but being alone um I never spent the time to like be by myself and focus on me I was just like yes I'll do this yes let's go do this and um I think that took a toll on (laughs) like my body and everything like that because, um, and just like my mental health, I, I was so focused on doing that for other people that I didn't focus on myself. So now that I've figured out what focusing on myself actually entails, it's been a whole different me. And um, I'm a much more mentally sound person because of it. But I would definitely tell myself the second thing is to focus on sleep, uh, nutrition, and myself a little bit more. Um, Another thing that I would tell myself is it took me a while to figure this one out, but um, just not focus, not chasing the last play. Um, I think early on, I did a lot of 
if I were to make a mistake, I'd focus on that. And now I think one of the biggest shifts for me and the volleyball player that I am is that I have this coach always preaches like a next point mentality. Um, but if I ever make a mistake, like I know I'm so much better than that mistake that I don't even think about it. Like I really just, it just goes to some place that I'll never like this Pandora box that I'll never, ever open ever again. Um, but, and I think what makes me such an efficient hitter and such a, a great volleyball player is the fact that if I do get blocked, if I do hit out, if I make a mistake in any way, my mindset is I turn to Nicklin and I say, okay, send me the next ball. And I know regardless of where that set is, I'm going to do something positive with it. I don't know if I'll get the kill, but I'm going to swing away. I don't want to send the message to people that I'm scared. Like I'm going to try and attack and I'm going to try and go for the kill. And I would say that if I mess up, there's like a 90% chance that then the next time I touch the ball will be a kill <laughs> because I'm going to go for it. And I think that took me a while to grasp that concept that I'm so much better than the last play. And I don't need to worry about, even if I have a bad game, I'm like, I don't worry about that because I'm, I'm like, okay, yeah, what I had one bad game, but I've had 600 good games. So forget that moving on. And I think that's been huge for me. And I, and I, I do believe it too. It's not like something that I'm just like saying to myself and, but like, I still have like the worried eyes, like, Oh, please don't set me. Like people know that even though I messed up, I've got the next one. And so they're not worried either. And I think that's been huge for this team and been huge for my success for sure. So I, those three things. I love that. And I love how it is always interesting to me because when you mess up, like we know that you have told Nicklin, like, give it to me again. Then I'm like, how does the other team not figure this out yet? Like, if Laura gets it bad, <laughs> she's going to get it again. And you better best get out of the way because it's going to come uh -huh. down hard. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, you can still send two blockers up with me, but I'll probably still hit it around you. Like, I have so much faith in my abilities that, like, even if you do see it coming, like, I'm going to do something better with it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about, I know like coach has grown you a ton as well. And, and you've kind of talked about the different ways that he's challenged and pushed you throughout the years. What's like one thing that you can say, like, this is the biggest thing that coach has taught me in my time. Wow. That is a tough question. Okay. <sighs> I think coach has always had this deep belief in me to be more than what I am. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like I, I, I know that I know what I am and I know what I'm capable of now, but he saw in me from such a young age. Like I can't stress enough how out of control I was as a freshman. Like I was just, it was just a hot mess of a human being just all over the place. And I would, the only few times that coach and I would ever talk, I was in his, I was in his office having a meeting with him because I was in trouble for something. Like it wasn't an ever, it wasn't ever, <laughs> you're doing really good in practice this week. Like, I'm so proud of you. It was um, like, 
you did this this week like this got back to me what are you doing like you know what I mean like it was never anything good and he was like I should just kick you off the team and I would just I would just be like yeah <laughs> like I just like it wasn't that I didn't care it's just that I didn't know like I didn't know what it meant to be a Nebraska volleyball player I didn't know the legacy and the weight that it carried I didn't know that like my actions as a stupid redshirt freshman reflected the entire group. Like I was just young and stupid. And um, from that that point on, he's like, you're gonna be such a huge part of this team and this program. And we need you to like, make sure you're on top of this stuff. And um, I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I didn't know I, (laughs) this is gonna sound bad, but I didn't know I was gonna be like a good volleyball player when I first got to school. Like. I was honestly coming to college like yeah like we'll have fun we'll play volleyball but like then I'll be gone and I'll be done and I didn't know that I was gonna make something of what I have and um so to see him have that belief in me and even as I was like struggling with like my captain's meetings or struggling as a captain he and I would have like captain meetings and he would just like sit me down and like really try and help me out and like listen to me and give me advice and I needed that more than I ever thought and just his belief in me to grow as a volleyball player and as a person um was something that was that people don't expect from him because they just see the grumpy side of him like just sitting on the sidelines and coaching but he really does care and he wants to make you a better person than when you arrived on campus and I think that is so special because there's so many coaches that just are there to coach you but he wants to make sure that you are on track to be the best version of you whatever that is um and so yeah I would say his belief in me has helped me grow into the person and player that I am I think that it's interesting that you had said like you didn't believe in yourself of like what you were going to become And it's interesting Mm -hmm. that coach like pushed you in that, because I think we all saw it. We all knew like on the outside. And even before you came here, I can remember my mom has said that she was like, I told her she was going to be the queen of volleyball. If she comes here, like that, you literally became almost like this Nebraska superstar. And you now have girls that are looking up to you and want to be like you. I can remember, um, I think it was like your red shirt freshman year or your freshman year, you had come to the pumpkin patch with us and we were taking a picture and these girls came up and they're like, can we take a picture with you? And I was like, why do you want a picture with us? And then I was like, oh, you want like, you want a picture with her? Yeah. Let me step aside here. Give me your camera. (laughs) I just love how you now have become such a role model for so many girls, not only in Nebraska, but volleyball players growing you know that are growing up and want to be like you what's your what's your one piece of advice for someone that's maybe in middle school or high school and they're looking at you and saying like I want to be like Lauren Stibbren someday I would say the things that make me a great volleyball player um and the advice I give to younger girls would be I would say the first thing is you need to control what you can control. So all of the things that we talked about, like as far as sleep, nutrition, um, I don't know, especially these last two effort and energy, those are all things that you can control. No one else controls what those four things, like you should be on top of your sleep because sleep is like a huge 
a huge factor in success, mentally, physically, all of the above. The second nutrition, that's something you can control as well. And then definitely effort and energy. If you're going to come on the court and bring those two things, like you will find a way. There's no, there's no debating it. You will find a way to give to your team, whether it's emotionally or like making a hustle play, like those things bring up teams like no other. That's why our team is so good right now, because we have energy and effort. Like those are our two consistent things that this team brings night after night and practice after practice is we know what we're capable of and we are going to find a way. That's our big thing. Find a way. It doesn't have to be a bounce kill. It could be a free ball over the net that just drops, but as long as we're going for it, then we'll find a way. And, um, energy and effort goes so far in such a relationship centered sport because volleyball is that like you cannot have good chemistry on the court. If you don't have good chemistry off the court, just those two things just don't work like that. Um, so really finding a way to build those relationships. And that comes with energy and effort. Like if you put energy and effort into building relationships off the court, it's definitely going to translate over. And, um, so that would be my advice for that. I love those. And I think that it's been really cool to watch your career blossom over these six years. So like, let's say that volleyball ended tomorrow, something happened and you couldn't play volleyball anymore. What would you be doing if you didn't have volleyball? That is a good question. And I try not to think about that because anything in the future freaks me out. Um, but I would say I really enjoyed my transition into being a leader. Never did I expect that from me. Um, but I, it's something that I worked really, really hard at. And I, and I mean this in all honesty, like if I can do it, anyone can, but it does take a lot of focus. It takes a lot of energy and effort. <laughs> and so um, I think I would try and help people try and help teams, try and help organizations, try and help anyone with like a leadership role and like how they can better serve their company, team, whatever. I think that's something that I have figured out and I would love to share like my journey and knowledge in any of those fields. Um, I think that that would be a good fit for me. Other than that, I think I would probably go into like coaching <laughs> as much as I don't want to, but I, I say I don't want to, but I know the sport and I love this sport. And if I can help someone else out in any way, like I would so love to do that. Um, I think I bring a lot of experience and a lot of t intangibles to the game. Um, and if I can help the next person become the next Lauren Stiverns, then that's just as good as me, <laughs> me doing it myself, I feel like. Um, so yeah, I would say either like a mentor position or a coaching position for me. I think that that answer is also just a testament to everything that you kind of have talked about of how the staff has poured into you and what they've taught you and, um, and what you're wanting to do. Um, mm -hmm. I think that that would be fitting if that day ever had to come, but the real question, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people want to know is what does Lauren Stiverns want to play in the Olympics? 
(laughs) Do you think that the Olympics will ever be in your future? Because I know that that was one thing, um, when you were choosing a volleyball program, you had said, I want the volleyball program. That's going to help me get to the Olympics. Yeah. I think goals in anything is necessary. I think it's, it's great to have a sense of direction and a purpose and something to strive for. And so I've always wanted to go to the Olympics. I mean, who doesn't want to go to the Olympics? It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I, I do still want to go to the Olympics and this is the program. If you want to play in the Olympics, I mean, clearly this is the program. We just had three starters on the national team. Like, are you kidding? Um, But yeah, that is still a goal for me. I know I've got a long ways to go in order for that to happen, but I don't see why I can't. Usually if I set my mind to something, I'm I'm pretty stubborn about it. (laughs) I'm going to work my butt off to get whatever I want. Like, yeah, pretty much whatever I want. Um, Kind of going off of that, I have a funny story about that. My first year playing, so 2017, I remember being at the All-American banquet and I saw the girls. I was not an All-American. I was not even in that talk. That that was not my level of volleyball yet. Um, And so I remember seeing the girls on the stage and I was like, I feel like I can do that. And then I remember the first day that Jalen got the assistant job and was going to be our middles coach that year. So 2018. I went into his office to have a meeting with him and just like introduce myself. And I was like, he's like, so do you have any questions for me? And I was like, yeah, how do I become an all American? And he's like, um, let's like check out the stats of like the all Americans. Like, let's see what we need to be, where we need to aim in order for you to get that. And, and so I was like, okay. So we're like looking at all the first team all American middles and their hitting percentage, their blocks, their whatever. And I was like, okay, I can do that. And he's like, okay. And I was like, we're doing that. And he's like, yeah, okay, let's do it. And I was like, great. And lo and behold, by the end of the year, I was a first team All-American. I went from literally nothing, not even an honorable mention, not even, yeah, as I said, not in that conversation at all, to the first team All-American. And I, I think that's like very telling of like who I am as a person. And like, once I really do have goals and once I set my mind to something, it's very hard to stop me. And so, um, yes, I do want to go to the Olympics and I hope that that does happen. And I'm going to do everything in my power to put myself in a position where that is a possibility and we'll see where it goes from there. Um, if people, I mean, I'm sure most people know that are listening to this, but Amber, your sister also plays volleyball. Do you think that you and Amber would ever play like sand volleyball together after college? We've talked about that. Uh, That would be very fun. The transition from indoor to beach is very difficult. It's two totally different games, two totally different skill sets. It would be really fun to do that. Could we make a profession out of it? I don't know. Could we go to the Olympics for it? I don't know. Because neither one of us are like stellar ball control people (laughs) like we like to hit hard and um jump high and so like one of us has to play defense and it's probably not gonna be me (laughs) so I don't know 
we've talked about it. If we were going to play beach for an Olympic team, it would probably have to be England because my mom is from England. Um, other than that, I feel like our U.S. girls have it figured out <laughs> pretty well. Um, I don't know. Their gold medal might hint at that. But um, yeah, we've talked about it. Is it realistic? Probably not. But it, would it be fun? And would it be something that I'd be into? Yes. <laughs> Also, speaking of Amber, this year she got to play the Huskers and it was so special to get to have her in the Devaney. And it was one of those games where it was like, we want the Huskers to win, but we really want Amby to win too. Can you kind of talk a little bit about how cool that was to get to have your sister in the Devaney? And even though you didn't get to play, to be cheering right. from the sidelines. Um, yeah, I've kind of talked about some of my favorite moments in Devaney um and there's always three that stand out to me and that is one of those three moments that I'll like always remember it's such a bummer because it really once in my entire career have I ever been able to play my sister and that's actually the first time that I've ever seen her playing in college live for myself so that was so special. And then to hear Devaney get excited when they announced her as one of the starters was um, such an amazing time and feeling and just everything, like everything that I could possibly want was there. I mean, obviously I wanted to play, but just to see my sister go out there and play with confidence and she killed it. She did so well. Their team actually did take the first set off of us and which was kind of a bummer, but I was really happy for her at the same time. So really torn, <laughs> but it was so cool to see. And yeah, had the whole family there, both my brothers, my parents, you guys were all there. So definitely a very special moment. And I was just so proud of her to see her. Like, it's not easy to play in Devaney, especially from coming from the SEC where they get like 200 people at <laughs> one of their games. And that's like a big game for them to go to like a sold out arena that's just loud and knows volleyball and cares about volleyball. But um, yeah, she, she made it look easy and I was, I was so proud of her. Yeah, it did look like she wasn't home. And, and during like COVID, you guys kind of practiced together. So she got to even be around some of the teams. So it was literally like, I mean, she probably is a Nebraskan. You guys, I mean, even though you've never lived here, yeah. Nebraska treats you as one of their own. And it was truly like someone had come home even on the opposite team. And it was really cool to see. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I have loved getting to chat with you and to get to share some of the behind the scenes that I think that a lot of people don't get to see of you. The last question I always ask people is what are you feeling called to do next in your life? Is that doesn't have to be something big, but is there something that's been on your heart that you've really been thinking? I'm really feeling called to do this. Hmm. Now that's the toughest question yet. <laughs> I think I was... I think just right now in my life, where I'm at with volleyball, me being back for my sixth year, I think I was called back to teach these girls what it means to have like, and to play with confidence, like truly confident in their abilities because our team was just like losing games that we never usually lose. And to have lost three in a row was just unheard of. I'd never done that in my career. And 
Um, this team is so, so young, but so talented at the same time. And I think I was called back because they don't realize how talented they are. They don't realize that, yes, even though we're playing in college and we're playing in the Big Ten, you're still a baller. And you don't need to think twice about it. You don't need to overthink it. Yes, the coaches are going to yell at you, but that's how it is. They're your coaches. And I think this team was playing scared and playing like looking over their shoulder because it was pretty much the next one in next best players up if you're having an off night, but that's just like, it's a business essentially. Like that's how it should be. If you're having an off night, why not put the next person in? But that, that doesn't mean that you're any less of a player. And so for me to be back and like to show them that like even I'm having like off nights like here and there and um but it doesn't phase me and I think that they can see that and they can learn from that and I think I do a good job of sharing what I've learned and how I've gone about things and why I go about things the way that I do in a way that makes sense to them and they're starting to like slowly grasp onto these concepts and like implement them in their own play and so for me to see that it's just so cool and to have the younger girls say that they look up to me and stuff like that makes me so proud of what I've done and who I am and I think that this has gone a huge way for my own personal confidence like I thought I was doing all right before but to see other people say that they want to be like me just makes me feel like what I'm doing actually is right and it it matters and um so yeah, I think I was brought back here to help out these younger girls and make sure that they're feeling the same type of confidence. I love that. And I think you can definitely tell from when you've gotten to come back, the difference in the confidence in the team and that the girls just feel more like a weight kind of off of them when you're on the court and that you've been back. So I am so happy that you shared with me and that by the time this episode airs, you'll, you'll only have a couple games left at the Devaney and it's been so special to get to watch you and to watch you grow. And I've just loved having you here in Nebraska. Now you and I are both going to cry because like, it's, I know I'm not getting choked up. I don't, I don't want to cry. I just like, it's so crazy that this huge chapter of my life and yeah, it's been not even like a chapter of my life. It's been like my whole book essentially um is slowly coming to an end and that's like insane for me to wrap my head around it really is and I think it's such a bitter sweet end of getting to come back and to have a full year and to get to have your family close and we're so excited to get to watch you finish out this big season and we're hopeful that we get to watch you in one more championship game me too (laughs) if people want to follow you and your journey of volleyball where can they find you instagram twitter whatever it's my handles are all just my name (laughs) pretty easy lauren's difference (laughs) so yeah or i have a yeah fun little podcast with nicklin our setter so if you guys want to ever check that out go for it. It's kind of volleyball related, but we try not to make it all volleyball, try and keep everyone engaged, give them a little glimpse into our personal lives. So yeah, that too. It's called Onset with Nick and Low. <laughs> Thanks so much for being on the show with me today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Living Your Calling podcast. 
If you love this episode, will you share it with a friend or leave a review? Make sure that you subscribe or follow so that you don't miss a single episode. I love hearing from listeners and connecting. You can find us over on Instagram at the Living Your Calling podcast or at Michelle Ann Hagen. Join us inside of our private Facebook community called the Living Your Calling podcast community. It's free, so why don't you join us inside? You can join by clicking the link in our Instagram bios or checking out the show notes. Join us and we will dive in deeper and I can't wait to connect with you. If you needed someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams, friend, this is it. I promise that you are worthy of whatever is on your heart and whatever calling you are wanting to chase. I am proud of you and I'm here for you. You're listening to the Living Your Calling podcast, inspiring you to be and create exactly what you were made for.